0: Oh, I meant to ask you this a long time ago, but is the 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 Demon Slayer movie is that like available to uh, North America?
1: That I am not sure of. I so last time I looked, they only had like fan cams, which mm. by the way, with as good as cameras are on our phones now, I don't God. understand why the quality is so bad. It's
0: because they're It's like are, these
1: dudes are sneaking in like Nokia phones to Yeah,
0: do this. well I mean like they have their camera phones or whatever, but like they're probably like worried that someone is gonna catch them. So so they're like shaking and like looking over their shoulder and then they, they're not holding the camera still. So they're yeah, like moving it like, like, all oh, over.
1: I'm the gonna upload this regardless. Enjoy my shaky fan cam.
0: It's like, heck off,
1: dude. Come, like, come on, on, guy. Hold the camera. This is my same complaint as I have, is like when you see um, those videos of people getting confrontations. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they like drop the phone down. You're like, (laughs) come on. Keep the camera straight. (laughs) I want to see what's going on.
0: (laughs) For real, bro. All right. We need to actually get started.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to keep some of this in. But. I'm just going to make that Demon Slayer part the intro. That's the intro. (laughs) Come on. Like, Hold the camera straight. My other complaint, this is the biggest complaint I've had all week before we like legitimately get into this. I am upset with social media as a whole and not why everyone else is. So everyone else is like, oh, censorship, 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 blah, 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 blah. I'm upset with the ads I've been getting. Because I feel like these ads think I'm Jeff Bezos or something, bro. Like, I never get ads for something that's like twenty dollars, forty dollars, sixty dollars. I'm getting ads for stuff that costs like fifteen grand. Like, who do you think I am?
0: (laughs) Bro, how do you how are you even reaching that echelon of advertisements? What are you looking up? That would I looked up like, that I looked
1: up a Peloton once <laughs> one time and I'm getting exercise bike ads that are far more than a Peloton
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is this uh, you know what this is this is advertisers knowing that 20 year old you if he had the money would have had no problem spending that type of money
1: I would have dropped it in a heartbeat bro <laughs> <laughs>
0: would have had no problem with it so they're trying to tempt you back into old ways
1: i'm just like what do you think this is who am i bill gates you think i'm dropping 15k on an exercise bike
0: on an exercise bike like no what do you mean you're not gonna spend 15 grand on an exercise bike julian (laughs) it's the perfect thing to get you in shape
1: and then i saw like this ad and it was by this black woman who makes like silk lined hoodies you know, because it's good for your hair. Oof. And so I was like, oh, that sounds good. You know, I'm always down to support black business. And I clicked it, and the hoodie was like $100. And I closed that ad so fast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, absolutely not.
0: Honestly, $100 is kind of low. I was expecting something like in the realm of 200
1: The thing is, the whole hoodie is not lined with silk. It's just the hood. Mm. Everything else about it is like a regular Hanes hoodie. You know, like, I'm not spending a $100 on a Hanes hoodie, bro. I'm just not. uh, Maybe
0: she hand-milked the silkworms.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you do that, I can understand that, you know. know? But I still got to pay shipping. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not paying shipping.
0: (laughs) Bro, isn't it funny how, like, you'll really want something really bad, and it's expensive, but, like, eventually you talk yourself into it, and you're like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. And then you look at the shipping costs and that's the thing where you're like, Nope. Yeah. Not gonna
1: that will, de- that will it's deter like, me it's like
0: $8 of shipping or something like that. And you're like, Nope. Yeah, I'm, you're not like, I'm not
1: doing this. this. I'm not, I'm not so doing talking it. About eight extra dollars. There's something about shipping or paid <laughs> apps that just really throw me off. You know, like yeah. if I'm like, Oh man, I really want this game in real life. Right. Like on like PC and it's like 60 bucks. I'll be like, oh, no problem. But then I'm like, man, this game on my iPad sounds lit. Oh, it's $8? Oof. That's a bit much for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, who do you think I am? Rich? Like, I'm not rich, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't get it.
0: Uh, Well, after all of this conversation, we all know that Instagram is listening in. Hello, Instagram. So... You're, I'm sure you'll get some some targeted ads that are far more affordable for you in the near future.
1: Let's hope so, you know. Let's hope so, because I can't. $15,000 for an exercise bike? Like, who's paying for that? Who?
0: <laughs> rich people
1: who have I thought, like, all the rich people were getting Pelotons.
0: I mean, that's what they want you to think, but they're probably getting something that's even more obscure. And like you, like, never even heard of it, and it's $15,000.
1: That's just ridiculous. That's crazy. I wish I was that rich to just, like, waste money like that. Bro. You know? Yeah. Or, like, my ultimate goal is to be rich enough to where I can just go in the store and never look at a price tag again. Right? Like, that's a real flex.
0: God. I'm over here, like, proud of myself because I finally got to the point where, like, a, a purchase that's, like over 30 bucks doesn't really like cause my heart to flutter for a moment. (laughs) You know, like, Oh, that's fine. Like I, I I got that. I can handle that. Like 30 bucks. That's cool. No problem. I
1: I feel like that will forever be me. Like right now I'm still fighting with myself to buy a new pair of headphones for my phone because Mm -hmm. I'm at the point with these headphones where I have to like adjust the cord to make it not staticky. You know,
0: bro. Bro, just buy your headphones.
1: Or, like, I'm just the guy that'll, like, hold on into a charging cable, even though you can, like, see the wires until it just stops charging my phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the type that, like, shocks you whenever you try to, like...
1: Yeah, you gotta, like... You be like, hey, hold the, hold the cable towards the middle, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so you don't get hurt.
0: Oh, man. I think, like, slowly but surely being with Brittany as like kind of taken that, that part of my personality away a little bit. Like I'm I'm actually starting to buy things that I know that I probably should get, but I wouldn't necessarily like categorize as like an absolute need just yet. I'm actually buying them like earlier or sooner Mm -hmm. now. And it's, it's weird. Like, it's really weird.
1: I don't know if I'm there yet. Like Jamie tells me all the time, stop being so cheap. Right. Yeah. But I've realized I'm only cheap towards me. Like, if I'm buying something for something else, I just don't care. Like, I'll just buy it, right? Yeah. But when it comes to me, I'm like, eh, do I really need that?
0: You know, I feel that. I feel that. I do that all the time. Like, if I'm buying something for somebody else, if it's like a gift or something like that, am like, yeah, I'll buy it. Like, that's fine. I'll get it back. No big deal. But for me, I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can necessarily say that that this is a need. You know, like it'd be yeah. nice to have, but like I don't need it.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't need it. Like I'll window shop for me all day. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's so cool, that's nice. Yeah, let me add that to my cart. And then when it times to hit that buy button, I'm like, eh, <laughs> <laughs> Oof, I'm all tired. I'm
0: not. I'm not even like a window shopper, dude. Like I, it's it was like weird to me to see how often Brittany would just like casually just look at stuff, like all sorts of stuff, just window shop and you know put it on her list or whatever. And like I literally. Hardly ever do that, and anytime I do do it, is because I see her doing it for herself, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I could like look at stuff for me too.
1: Yeah, I do it mainly for photography stuff. I mean, it's never like
0: sense. that's your craft.
1: Yeah, I'll be like, ooh, I'm gonna buy these lights, but then I'm like, you don't. It's not the lights that make the photo, because you know I'm a gear nerd. Like I just mm-hmm. love it, and I'm I'm like these lights will be perfect. But then I'm like, it's not the lights that make the photographer. You know, I it's get like all, yeah, the I get light. all phil- philosophical about it. You know, the, f- the photographer will that's, make that's use of whatever daddy. light is around.
0: That, that's John Starks in you right there.
1: And then Jamie's like, stop being so cheap and just buy it. And I'm like, hey, no, <laughs> no. Hey,
0: hey, don't tempt me. But then
1: like for her birthday, I got her a gift. She's like, D- why didn't you spend this much? And I'm like, hey, money comes and goes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: <laughs> she probably gets so irritated. She
1: gets so bad. <laughs> she gets so bad. It is so funny. But I'm like, I don't know. I just have a really hard time spending on me.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: I'll sit there, like, even if I'm ordering food, I'll sit there and debate if I really want this for like ten minutes.
0: You know, I do that a lot, especially with pizza. Yeah like, yeah. I know I want it, but I also know that I eat pizza probably too much. And so I'm like, do I really, like, really, should I do this again? Am I actually going to do this again?
1: Yeah, my stomach's then, like, can you hurry up, please, and order? And my mind's like, I don't know if we really want this. <laughs> and I don't want that regret of when I've already hit order to then be like, I didn't want this.
0: Right? <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> worse than that. Because, like, I still got to gotta eat it.
1: Yeah, and then you just watch the, like, you get the updates on your app that it's on the way, and you're just like damn i did not want this at all
0: uh okay so besides our weird spending habits i know that there is some important stuff that you wanted to talk about that went down this past week
1: we could segue straight into the uh 15 thing that people yeah were about. let's start
0: with that yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah so you know um Joe Biden signed an executive order that, as of right now, that federal workers' minimum wage is going to go to $15 an hour. And now they're talking about uh, making it, like, a universal standard here to be $15, and people are mad. They are mad.
0: When you say people are mad, who are you talking about?
1: I see a lot of people who are, like... Not I don't know I don't know how to say this without it being offensive, but I'm gonna consider these people quote unquote skilled workers, like okay. higher ups and stuff like that, you know? Right. And there's people who are like lower end workers who like work in warehouses and do stuff mm-hmm. like that, who who make just above fifteen. So let's say like people who make sixteen to twenty five dollars an hour is what I've noticed a lot of people who are just angry. Angry because mm-hmm. that's closer to what they make. Right, hmm. and they're like, oh, I work on my feet for 24 hours a day, eight days a week, and they're going to, some dude that flips burgers is going to make almost as much as me? How is that fair? And they're mad. I feel like the U.S. does a really good job of making us angry towards poor people money.
0: Yes. Yes. You I want uh, continue talking, but I want to. I want to circle back to that.
1: And so they're mad at you know poor people trying to get a more livable wage, even though there's obviously other issues with the minimum wage increasing that mm-hmm. I think people can foresee happening. Then there's probably going to be new, more action towards that. But they're, I feel like everyone gets mad at the wrong people. Like, sorry, someone wants to be able to afford rent, right, with right. the job that they can get. Instead of being mad at their boss for underpaying them. Right? <laughs> like, like, you're angry at the wrong guy. Exactly. You know? Exactly. like, Ugh. I work 60 hours a week, and I make $16 an hour doing this. How can they make? Come on, man. Look at your boss. Yes. Your boss exactly. is like, Looking got him. The <laughs>
0: just trying to like live their life the best way that they possibly can look at the person who's paying you the amount of money that you're being paid. Um, yeah. I definitely want to like talk about what potential issues you see with raising the, the minimum wage, because like this is, this is a topic that I've, I've always been on the side of like, yes, we should raise the, the minimum wage. And like, I, it's easy for me to see the benefits of it, but I'm curious to see like what your concerns uh, are with it. But before we hit that, um, I definitely think that this is a topic that isn't talked about enough uh, when it comes to American culture. And this is one of the, the main reasons and main ways that I think um, those who, who are in the haves category have been able to stay in the haves category since basically the inception of this country is because instead of uh, those who are um, quote unquote poor, you know, like they're, mm-hmm. they're not very wealthy or very rich, Um, instead of looking at those who have money collectively as a unit and saying, okay, this is not right, this is not fair, we need to do something about this pay disparity, Um, those who are in positions of power have been able to kind of change the perspective and be like, look at your, your fellow person and look how much more they're making than you and look how many more things they're able to buy than you and like, that's not right, you should be mad at them because they don't deserve it more than you do, blah, 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 blah. Like, they've been able to kind of push the the focus away from themselves and onto, like, a subsection of those who are in the have-nots category. Mm -hmm. And it's very frustrating, because it's like, those who are in positions of power are the reasons why we don't have the things that we think we should have, at least in my mind.
1: Yeah, I think that, like, we have a very toxic culture like understanding of how money should work in this country right yeah like we have the real real rich people don't get average amounts of sleep they don't sleep rich. they don't do this if you want to get rich don't sleep wake up every morning like Tim Cook does at 4 a.m and get to work right so we yeah. have that then we have the wow you're you're doing you want a nine-to-five job you should start your own business some people don't want to do that. Right. Right. So you have those people. And then you have these people who are like, wow, why should guy some guy who flips burgers make fifteen dollars an hour, ignoring the fact that during this part, during this pandemic, from March to like December 1st, that America's six hundred and fourteen billionaires grew their net worth by a collective nine hundred and thirty one billion dollars. Exactly no one looks exactly. at that and so what happens is poor people want more money they go oh just get a better job do more rich people we talk about maybe increasing tax and they're like it's their money you can't tell them what to do with their That's money the
0: thing that frustrates me so much because you're forgetting something very 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 important whenever we talk about oh it's their money blah, blah 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 all of the money that they have that is a part of their net worth or whatever it was not all one hundred percent earned by their work alone, because that is literally impossible numerically speaking, mathematically speaking, it is not possible for mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos to earn the billions of dollars that he has by himself. He's yeah. like those who are in that category. They first of all started off at a higher point than the rest of us nine times out of ten, and then with the idea that they had with the company that they took over with the product that they they uh, created in tandem with somebody else they did the initial work right to make it successful but once it becomes successful and they're at the top of that company they begin to delegate and as the company grows it grows off of the work of those who are working for Jeff Bezos it comes out of their hours it comes out of their their sweat and their blood and their tears and their ideas And an inordinate amount of it is associated with and accredited to Jeff Bezos, even though he hasn't been the one that's been running his company for years. True. True. For years. Also, if you think about the amount of money that he has, which it's legitimately staggering how much money he has, like it makes no logical sense for someone to accrue that much wealth there's nothing that he can do with it in his lifetime that would, with the exception of, of, you know, trying to change the the balance of pay or something like that. But like, if he's just trying to spend it for himself, there's nothing he can do with it in his lifetime. That would even make a dent in it. Like, yeah. Like you can't really
1: go broke now.
0: No, he can't. He can't. And, And even if we raise his taxes numerically, if you look at the amount of money that he still will have, he's, He'll still be at the top of the the 1% if we raise his taxes by a certain amount. Like, it's not as if it's going to take all of his money away. And again, he didn't earn all of that money by himself. Yeah. That's just not how it works. It's not possible.
1: Yeah. Like, I I remember when uh, Joe Biden's tax plan was really being talked about on social media. And people were <laughs> like, wow, if you make for more than $400,000, wow. Like, you, they're really coming for you. And most of these people make nowhere near $400,000. Right. Like, like, they would not even know. That when it's not you. <laughs>
0: like, like, it's not <laughs> like you. It's not your life. It's not your money that's being that's being affected. In fact, it's going to help you nine times out of ten.
1: Yeah, and we're so quick to eat the poor and put down the poor. Mm. And Defend like what rich people do with their money. Now, I do realize that a lot of rich people do like start more businesses, add more stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But even still, the amount of money that like Jeff Bezos raked in over this pandemic, what did it say he made? He made 90 billion dollars mm-hmm. of just growth during this pandemic, like one percent, bro. Like, you can also 1% tax hike.
0: The reason that those who are rich are the ones that are like actually starting more businesses and stuff like that is because they have the financial ability to do so it's not like there's not some sort of like quality that the rich have in terms of like being able to come up with ideas or being able to start a business that they have like innately that other people don't have like the biggest difference between us is the fact that they have money
1: and we don't plus they always find loopholes on how not to pay the taxes that they should pay yes right yes so if we put in a way where they had to pay actual taxes i think that helps does it not
0: yes it does and and i'm not like saying that we should take all of their money away from them or anything like that but i am saying that we need to be strong and consistent at creating a system that they can't weasel their way out of in which they need to give back the proper amount of money that is owed to the country or countries that have contributed to their success.
1: Yeah, like I that's my main point is if I have to pay taxes and pay them in the right amount, they should have to. Exactly. That's and there saying. should
0: be there should be no quarter given, period. It doesn't it should not matter how much money you have. You should not be able to get away with not paying the proper amount of taxes.
1: Period. Yeah, I just think the the culture that we have around money is just, it's ridiculous.
0: It's weird, man. It's, it's like a
1: weird, weird, like, too many people think that they know everything and want to tell you that you can't sleep and that you have to constantly be working and working to do something to, like, to be worth anything. And it feels like they're yeah. telling poor people that they're not worth anything at all as a human yeah. because they're poor and need resources.
0: Yes, and it feels like... They're saying the work that you've already done, working your your nine to five and then working your second job and then working your your third job, like all of that means nothing simply because you haven't done it the way that I'm telling you to do it or simply because it, it hasn't resulted in you becoming a billionaire overnight or whatever, like the... You, though you coined it correctly, it is a toxic mentality that we have surrounding work, surrounding effort, and surrounding money in this country. And it benefits those who are the uber rich. Like they are the ones who are pushing that narrative and they are the ones that benefit from it because it turns those of us who are not uber rich into crabs in a pot, in which we are just pulling each other down instead of trying to help each other push up.
1: Yeah, 100%. And it's just, it's weird. It's very weird to me. Like, I don't know why people are so intent on keeping people broke, you know? Mm -hmm. And like constantly feel like they need to preach to people who just don't aren't fortunate enough to make the kind of money that people dream of making. Yeah. And that's assuming that poor people are just lazy when, you know,
0: right. That's the other thing. Like, If anything, the evidence is strongly to the contrary, because those who are uber rich, they were able to make their money off of the hard work of those who are not uber rich. Like like people who work themselves to the bone so that they can feed their families and and pay their taxes and have working transportation. Like they, they work themselves to the bone their entire life. Whereas those who are uber rich and wealthy, like they haven't worked in years. Because they don't need to. Because someone else is working for them.
1: Yeah, it's like having done work with different schools and stuff like that in the photography realm. Mm -hmm. I know, and my mom was a teacher, obviously. You know, your mom was a teacher. Teachers don't make a ton. Yeah, still is. Teachers don't make a ton, right? But Mm -hmm. those who are higher up, they make buku bucks. Right? Yes. And they have, like, the amount of funding that a lot of schools have is insane but mm-hmm. the teacher pay is just not there nope and the supplies for some schools just isn't there even though the it's schools not there. get money you know like yeah, like and i'm see, trying not the to the like thing brag thing is, but like that. working with schools brought in like a, a good amount of money <laughs> you know yeah
0: because the districts the school districts have it the school districts have the money it's coming from 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 taxes and, you know, grants and you know, all that type of stuff. But, like, school districts have the money. Uh, but, like, it's a very common thing for everyone to agree, oh, yeah, teachers don't get paid enough. Like, teachers should be paid more. But I have yet to see any, like, concerted effort to actually make that happen. And, I, I like, I obviously I don't fully understand why or know why there has been a hesitation or a lack of, of movement towards actually solving that issue. But I think it kind of speaks volumes, you know, as someone who's not a teacher, you know, from an objective standpoint that like school districts well not all, but a good number of school districts are not poor. Yeah, not at (laughs) all. They're not poor. And and there's something to be said about the fact that there's a disparity between uh, those who are running the school district and those who are the lifeblood of the school district, being the teachers and coaches and academic coaches and um, you know all that type of stuff so.
1: especially when teachers, well, it depends on where you are are usually skilled in the aspect that they're teaching, right
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like it's not like anybody could just step in and teach right that specific subject, you know what I mean right mm-hmm. and they're and it's, just it's people people it, just go like, like you knew you knew going into this that they don't make a lot of money like that doesn't mean that they should't get paid a good amount.
0: Like, and obviously teaching is more than just like the head knowledge of the subject. It's also the ability to take that head knowledge and then transform the delivery of it and the execution of it for a variety of learners um, who are all having different types of days, all have different types of home lives, all have different types of priorities. Um, And it's the ability to connect with people. Um, Even if you are teaching a subject that that they don't care about or that they don't see any value in or they were just kind of put into the class because they need the credit or whatever. Like being a teacher is all about being able to connect with young people uh, and, and teach them transferable skills and lifelong skills that go beyond the subject. You know, and that's just it's a lot of work because you are individually trying to teach each of these students in a way that works for them. And that will help them be successful every single day while keeping up with all of your deadlines for lesson plans and gradings and tests and parent contact and, you know, uh, trying to make sure that you're actually involved in the school community and the school culture. And it's just a lot. There's a lot that you have to to handle. Um,
1: yeah. Plus the impact why. that you make on kids. Like, I think yeah. almost everybody has like that one teacher that made like a lasting impact on them. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Plus, if parents were paying someone to just watch their kid, they'd be paying more Mm. than teachers make. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they'd be paying way more.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so I think, I don't know, like I said, we just have like this weird mindset about money and who should get paid what. And we like to devalue the work of those who are lower on the totem pole. Yes. While protecting those who literally these people do not care about you at all. (laughs) You know,
0: and and you said it really well right there. We definitely devalue the work of those who are lower on the totem pole. And that is particularly true for those who are not male Mm -hmm. and for those who happen to be of a particular color, whether it is black or brown um, or, or, you know, somewhere along that line, if you are considered a minority. Like, statistically speaking, hate that word, statistically speaking, like, your work is devalued. Um, And it's incredibly frustrating, but we have seen progress over the years. We have seen improvement over the years. Uh, And recently, we've seen... Uh, A few more iterations of breakthrough in important areas of leadership and power Mm -hmm. um, that brings about more diversity uh, and hopefully will bring about some law changes uh, and some narrative changes uh, about those who are, quote unquote, lower on the total.
1: Yeah, I think I think that from what I heard last week, because I'm like a news junkie, right? I love watching the news and stuff is that we're we're putting in efforts like the federal government is to get like childcare and more resources to help because the number one group of workers who were really impacted during this pandemic was women. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I read a stat somewhere that said like over 2 million women left the workforce because they, they'd had to for families and things like that. Yeah. And like that, Obviously, is insane. A whole lot of people aren't really talking about stuff like that, and I think that it's good that it's something that is being looked at and being addressed because that's way too high, way too yes. high of a number.
0: Way too high. And obviously, the first place I'm going to be looking to um, to see what types of adjustments and changes can be made in the immediate as well as for the future is that our vice presidency Mm -hmm. with, with Kamala being the the first woman to be vice president and the first minority woman to be vice president. uh, Obviously it is momentous. It is, it is historic, um, but it's not something that needs to stop right there. It needs to be um, a situation where she's setting like important and, and influential precedents moving forward about how, women are valued in the workforce uh, about how minorities are valued in the workforce uh, and providing more opportunities for anyone and everyone to succeed uh, by holding those who are in power more accountable than they've been before.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think already in this administration, um, just from what I've noticed is we seem to have a far more diverse uh, cast of people in it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's a good start. And I think that from what I've heard so far and seen so far, they seem to be putting a concerted effort towards making sure that that is incorporated into the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. But obviously, there's only so much they can do. And there's things that, you know, company CEOs and stuff like that also need to do to get on this.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And it definitely is going to be interesting to see what companies do and which companies are the ones that kind of rise uh, to the occasion Um, and try to meet our government and our new president and new vice president uh, in the the space of trying to improve diversity, improve unity uh, and heal some of the fractures in this country, Um, because it's going to take everybody. You know, it's going to take everybody from all walks of life uh, and in all sorts of situations and environments to really um, help this country move forward and move past and move on from what we've put ourselves through uh, over the past yeah. four years. Um, the thing
1: the thing about unity, though, like, the, it seems to be like a buzzword right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Unity, 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 unity. And the thing that seems to be driving me a little bit crazy is that people mm. take seem to be defining unity as we all just agree. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, oh, I disagree with this. You're really not trying to unify us. Like, you don't have to agree for us to be unified. You know True. what I mean? True. I think for us right now, what unity is, is uh, not causing people to riot. Yes. You know, yes. or furthering ideals that are false yes you know what i mean
0: um yeah i i definitely see what you're saying um like we don't have to agree on every little thing it doesn't it doesn't need to turn into a yes man situation um there needs to be common goals you know there needs to be common purpose um that we all can work towards how we get there is where we'll disagree right but the goal should always be improvement the goal should always be reconciliation the goal should always be you know like just just doing things the right way you know and and doing things the right way for everybody as much as we possibly can obviously all sides are going to have to sacrifice certain things in order Mm -hmm. for the common good to work out uh and that's where disagreements are going to occur quite often but as long as we are actively seeking a way in which we can work together and improve together for the common goal of unity, then I think we're going to be on the right track. Obviously, that sounds all poetic and, you know, uh, very idyllic,
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and utopic. But that, for me, that is my goal. You know, that is that is my goal, and I I I don't know what other people's like versions or iterations of it are, are, are going to be. But I think that everyone needs to have some sort of goal along these lines.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think that's kind of like, I think the our American goal is kind of reflected in how our government is currently made up and mm-hmm. that we have basically a tie in the Senate, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. meaning mm-hmm. that we're supposed to work together or literally nothing's getting done here. Yes, you know. Yeah, and I just think people think that you know having unity is that we're just going to agree hundred percent of the time. But then if we don't agree, we're not trying. No, unity is
0: not kumbaya. Yeah, <laughs> unity. Unity is difficult conversations and hard work and actually seeking for a win-win as much as you possibly can.
1: Yeah, it's like the debate that people are having over the $15 an hour minimum wage. Like we can want people to do better, but some people have some concerns that aren't like, oh, I, I don't make, I make just a little bit over that, you know, like legitimate concerns about it. Right. And I think that having these conversations is a good part of unifying because trying to understand each other is how you build unity.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Seek first to understand, right?
1: Mm hmm. Listen to actually listen, not to react.
0: Yes. That's a hard thing. <laughs> yeah, That's a difficult thing. Very yeah. difficult skill, but very important skill. Yeah, it um, is. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely going to be looking at um, you know, this year and the next four years uh, with a lot of scrutiny uh, and hope um, in those who are in positions of authority in this country. Because uh, this is going to be one of the most pivotal and defining presidencies we've ever seen. So,
1: Yeah, we're in quite an era, huh? Quite mm-hmm. an era.
0: hmm 100%. Um, now, to totally switch gears, I still have three random surprise stories, and I can't choose which one that I want to read to you So do you have just the one, or do you have more than one?
1: I have one right now, but here's what we'll do. Give me one now, and then we'll move on to a different topic. And then give me the other two at the end. Mm, Okay. We're fitting like weird, random stories throughout this.
0: All right. I'm cool with it.
1: Uh, Ooh.
0: Yeah. Let's start with this one. Okay. Uh, So apparently uh, Atlantic City is offering uh, bidders the chance to blow up a former Trump casino uh, in Atlantic City. Uh, And it's very, (laughs) very, very, very popular uh, bidding war that's going on right now. Uh, And the description used to describe this tower, I can't actually... Say the word okay. out loud. I'm choosing not to say the word out loud. Um, but it was the the phrase that they use is that is a skyline highlight and then insert word that deals with uh, how do I put this? Uh, it's a very graphic sexual term. Eyesore okay. uh, is scheduled for demolition late next month, uh, and the city is offering anyone, literally anyone, the opportunity to bring it down. Uh, by blowing it up,
1: so yeah, interesting. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, like how that's gonna go. To just I, let a know, random person blow up a building?
0: <laughs> you know, like I kind of, I kind of need them to live stream it so I can see the uh, the surprise and the 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 glee on their face. Um, also, I'm gonna message you what the actual description was so you can get the full effect.
1: Okay. Oh that's actually not what I was thinking. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah, that's not the word I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh <laughs> What a description. I got yeah. What? <laughs> If you're curious about what the description is, you're just gonna have to look that up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just just look up the Atlantic City blowing up for Trump casino. You'll find it.
1: Maybe I'll put it in show notes. Just send me the oh put the link in there and I'll put it in the show notes and you can read about it yourself. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's wild. Is
0: that is that worse than what you were expecting or not as bad?
1: That's worse. That is worse. <laughs> Yeah, that was worse than what I was expecting. <laughs> that's, that's much worse. Oof. Oh man, oh. Mm-hmm. The funny
0: part is that my my dad has gone to Atlantic City like quite a bit over the past couple of years. Like, I know if he had the opportunity to, he definitely would be the one to push the big red button.
1: He should try. <laughs> he should try for it. Tell your dad to go for it. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine that? My dad on TV blowing up a building?
1: Bro, that'd be lit. That'd be our podcast title (laughs) the next time.
0: (laughs) He would have to join the podcast for that one. Yeah,
1: I'd need like (laughs) a full description of how it felt to blow a building up. You know? As that's not something that I will ever get to do. Ever.
0: Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) What's next?
1: Um... Do you want my weird story now, or do I save it?
0: Go I don't now. think I
1: can top that one. But what I read is that in Oklahoma... You know how every state has weird laws? Yeah. In Oklahoma, a lawmaker has proposed a new bill. In that bill, it would create a hunting season for Bigfoot.
0: Uh... <laughs> um okay multiple things here first of all when you started off with in oklahoma i knew this was going to be wacky Mm -hmm. like i knew this like something was going to be off that no disrespect to oklahomans out there but y'all state is freaking weird um second of all and i may be wrong about this but isn't the legend of bigfoot supposed to be in areas that are more forested
1: yeah so that's so his district includes the heavily forested, I don't even know how to say the mountain range, but uh, basically there's like a lot of forest. He's in the Southeast part of Oklahoma. Oh, and okay. in that spot, they actually have a Bigfoot festival. What? Yeah, they have a Bigfoot festival. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, wait, uh, wait a second. What do You, you mean like, like in Avatar The Last Airbender when they had like Avatar Day, mm-hmm. like that type of festival.
1: Yeah, like a whole festival.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of amazing. And now I'm going to put it on my bucket list to go to, is it like one specific city or is it multiple cities that do a, a
1: festival? Uh, it's. I have to look that part up, but I know it is in his district in southeast Oklahoma by the Arkansas border.
0: Bro, we need to go.
1: At some
0: point in our lives, we need to go celebrate Bigfoot.
1: We need to. And in order to hunt it, you are only allowed to trap it. And if you do trap it, you get $25,000.
0: Whoa. yo, okay. All right. Uh, If any of our listeners out there are uh, avid huntsmen uh, with a knack for teaching, I would definitely be down to learn how to trap Bigfoot. A because it'd be really cool to trap Bigfoot. B I could do a lot with twenty five grand.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Like a 100%. lot. I could
1: do a lot 100%. with twenty five grand. Yeah, I so you know Bigfoot Day. That's <laughs> actually crazy. They have a whole festival for it. I would. I we should go to that. That's on the bucket list now.
0: Agreed. Agreed, Bigfoot Day. That's okay, so cool. that's uh yeah no I do I need to I need more information I'm definitely gonna have to to research that Bigfoot Day yeah. that sounds great. I'm
1: just gonna put these stories in the show notes. That's good. So we yeah. have them. Um, I forgot what else we were gonna talk about.
0: You know, I kind of did too. You want to just continue on with the random stories because I still got two more.
1: Okay, give me the next one.
0: Okay. So this one, (laughs) this one is actually kind of funny to me just because have you ever, like, when you, whenever you were a kid and you, like, went through a really big airport, did you ever wonder, like, if you could actually live in that airport, you know, and, like, what it would be like to have to, like, try and find a place to sleep and, like, eat the food and, you know, like, not get caught by the security officers and stuff like that? Like, has that thought ever crossed your mind?
1: Yes. Yeah. Kind of like, um the terminal you remember that movie with tom hanks Yes. when he was living yes. in the airport yeah
0: yes like that okay so a man allegedly hid from coronavirus and authorities in a chicago airport for three months this past year wow. a california man was arrested saturday and accused of hiding in a restricted area of chicago's o'hare international airport for three months He told the police that COVID-19 had rendered him too scared to return home in California, so he hid in the airport and survived on food provided by strangers, Uh, and the way that he got into the restricted area is that he stole uh, an official badge of someone who actually works at the airport um, Mm. and used that badge to get into the restricted area where he, like, slept and and hid from detection for three months.
1: I would be really mad at the security (laughs) of the airport that that lasted for three months. Like I can understand like a week, but three months, like what were you guys doing? How does someone evade you for three months in an airport? Bro, Bro, like that's, that's just the
0: most wild thing in the world. I'm like, honestly, I wonder if he was able to find like some, like tucked away nook or something where they just kind of like, made that his room, you know? And, like, he met this man, like, every single day. Went to bed in that spot, woke up, you know, and went through, like, his morning routine or whatever, changing his clothes and then trying to bum food off of people all day.
1: Yeah, like, how does no, no one complain that there was a guy bumming food off people? No one just saw a random guy sleeping for hours on end? Like, <laughs> what are you doing?
0: <laughs> and, bro, okay, I understand, like, COVID can be pretty scary, like, uh, as a whole, but it, to be this scared of it to the point where, like, you don't want to go home and you'd rather just, like, bum food off of people and sleep in an airport for three months, like, that's a that's a significant type of fear right there. Yeah,
1: like, uh, like obviously, I'm not a huge fan of this uh, coronavirus, as I have not left my house very much since March. But I'm not so scared that I would sleep in an airport where Mm. other people who could have coronavirus are in and try to Mm. bum food off of them. Now I think about it, I don't think that guy thought that through too much. What do you mean? Because you don't know where these other people are from, right?
0: You know, that's true.
1: And you're trying to bum food off of them.
0: That's true. That's true. Unless he was, like, asking them to, like, go buy food for him. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because like if you're eating after them, then you're running an even higher risk.
1: That's a dangerous game. COVID
0: nineteen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then the possibility of just bumping into these people, right?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Because
1: airports, they can get they can get pretty wild in terms of crowding. Yes. Like I don't. I mean, that's a dangerous game he's playing.
0: Dang, bro. Apparently, he's he faces felony charges of criminal trespass in a restricted area of an airport, as well as a misdemeanor theft charge.
1: How long is the does it say how long he could get in jail? Uh,
0: no, nah, it says that the Cook County Judge Susana Ortiz set bail at one one thousand dollars.
1: OK, that's not um right.
0: she also said that if he comes up with the money, he would be prohibited from returning to the airport ever again. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. that That's wild to me. But speaking of crimes, I have another one. Did you see the story about the thief who yelled at a mom for leaving her kid in the car he stole?
0: Wait, what?
1: This man stole a woman's car at a store. Yeah. Drove it back and then yelled at the mom <laughs> for leaving her kid in the car. <laughs> Yeah. The quote in the news story is he actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her. Oh my
0: God. (laughs) Wait, wait, so did he give her the car back?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, he stole the car, realized there was a kid in the back, drove back, (laughs) and yelled at the mom. (laughs)
0: that's incredible Yomi was like listen I was just trying to boost a car I wasn't trying to kidnap anybody (laughs) you're a terrible mother you should be ashamed of yourself
1: oh man
0: oh my god that's hilarious
1: oh wait no it says he took the car so this is what it says says, once the thief realized the toddler was in the backseat he drove back berated the woman for leaving her child unattended, told the woman to take the child, and drove away in the stolen vehicle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you can make a whole movie out of that. Like, that's,
1: that's amazing.
0: Oh my god, that's hilarious. He's <laughs> like, take your kid back, you <laughs> terrible mother."
1: That's amazing. Oh man.
0: I wonder what the mom like I wonder what the what was going through the mom's mind. Like standing there being lectured by a thief who's like, "Yeah, I stole your car, but I'm not trying to take your son."
1: <laughs> that's that's a roller coaster of emotions right there, you know.
0: <laughs> like grateful because like your kid is back, but also very angry because your car was stolen and embarrassed and also frustrated <laughs> because you're being lectured by a criminal.
1: <laughs> that's I just, that's wild. Could you imagine, like, this guy is in your stolen car lecturing you? And Bro,
0: I'd be like, get out of my get car. Get out of my car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then he threatened to call the police when you're stealing my oh, car. Please call. Car. Please, <laughs> please, call. please call the
0: cops. We'll wrap this up nice and neat. Uh. Okay. <laughs> People are crazy, man.
1: Oh, man.
0: Okay. Okay. Last weird, strange story that I have. Um, it's definitely not going to top the one that you just gave. But you know how on this podcast we love to talk about the ocean, mm-hmm. right? We love to talk about the deep, dark depths of the ocean. And in particular, we always talk about one animal that exists in that ocean that you don't like at all. What what animal is that, Julian? Sharks. No. Octopi. No, no. Yes. Yes. Apparently, <laughs> octopi or octopuses punch fish what? at random. There is at no random video evidence <laughs> of octopuses that will just random like as fish are just minding their own business, swimming past them, an octopus will ball up one of its legs and punch the fish in the face as it swims <laughs> past. What? what?
1: I told you, bro. <laughs> That's an alien behavior. Who punches fish? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, apparently apparently uh octos they express this behavior during collaborative hunting with other other fishes. So Honestly, this is kind of a human action on their part because these bamas are hangry. And yeah. they're like, I don't want you eating my food, so I'm going to punch you in the face because you're getting too close to my food.
1: That's, that's wild, dude. Octopipe, bro. I'm telling you, they're terrifying. Them and their cousins, the squid.
0: <laughs> Squids are terrifying,
1: dude. 100%. Squids,
0: they creep me out. 100% creep me out.
1: Uh, I saw so, this video of... Um, of like the first live giant squid caught on video and it was just attacking the camera, bro. Like, (laughs) Uh, that's terrible. uh,
0: Bro. I'm telling you, like if, if octopi are, are aliens, then squids are, are also aliens because those things are weirdly aggressive. And like, they have, they have like a, like in my mind, they have like a sneaky intelligence about like what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they like, nah, I'm just, I'm not about it, bro.
1: It's they're they're weird, they're just weird, dude. At both of them, they both freak me out. And when they turn out to be alien overlords, I'm not trying to hear anyone's apologies for me having said so. I'll be like, I told you, bro, I told you.
0: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> so yeah, I think that's all that, that I have. Is that all that you have?
1: The other headline that I have is Massachusetts lawmaker wants to name an official state dinosaur. I'm sorry. So like, you know how we have like a state plant, like a state flower and a state bird. They want a state dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Like, and so then it got me to thinking like, what would our state dinosaur be? Oh, good question. You know.
0: Okay, so obviously, T Rex is going to be a popular option for states if if they're choosing uh, a a dinosaur to be their state dinosaur. But like, it needs to be accurate. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like T Rex is pretty accurate for for Texas. You know, it's big, it's loud, it's threatening, <laughs> but it can't grab anything correctly because its arms are too small. True. Comes up a little short. True. I,
1: that, oh, that, God, is
0: really, that, that squid, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you ah, see it? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, God, I hate it.
1: It's it's every it feels nightmares looking at squids, bro. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Damn, <laughs>
0: Ugh, that's so nasty. <laughs> like, that's just I don't like any of that.
1: It's just they're aliens. I don't care what anyone says. You can't convince me otherwise. You know, like they're aliens. I'm starting my own conspiracy group called O-Anon, Oh Anon, in my which God. we talk about octopi.
0: Oh Oh man, I wonder if you actually if you end up creating it, if you make enough noise, I wonder if you'll be contacted by those aliens that apparently have contacted uh Earth's leaders before, including Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, like I don't know if I want to be contacted, because then I'd really be paranoid, right? I want it to just well, you be like be
0: paranoid, you'd be right. You that's would true. know.
1: That's true. That's true. Maybe I could like They'd contact me and tell me about those uh, monoliths that were popping up.
0: Yeah, yeah, those things. Has there been a new one yet, or it was the last one that was in Romania? The last
1: one. Let me see. I haven't heard about it in the news because you know the the news kind of moves on fairly quickly. Yeah, it moves
0: on quick.
1: Let's see. Um, uh, news. The last one I saw was three weeks ago. In the Three UK, weeks ago, it was nine day. feet.
0: Jeez, I know someone is doing this on purpose, but it's, it's a lot of fun to talk
1: about. Yeah, the mollus are cool, dude. They're cool. Yeah, I'm gonna start Owen on. We're gonna be a fringe group.
0: What? I can't get over that. <laughs> <It's
1: good. O-Anon. laughs> I need that to be like a shirt. <laughs> it would be like an octopus face As an O Or like an octopus An octopi's body As an O Dash Anon (laughs) We call this episode The Rise of O Anon
0: Who knows dude You may actually be able to get to the point Where you make it into our House of Representatives
1: They'll be like what do you believe on The octopi are dangerous Threats to humanity I'm telling you That's something we can get unified by. Think about it. They can get out of almost anything. Like, if you leave a crack in something, they can, like, get out. They punch fish. Bro, they're dangerous. Like, you can't convince me otherwise. (laughs)
0: Oh, bro. Alright, well, I think we should probably end on the uh, the (laughs) the O-Anon note pretty good places to stop
1: we're gonna storm uh, the ocean so,
0: yeah so my parting shot is please don't storm the ocean you will be attacked <laughs> yeah don't <by> squid. <laughs>
1: there's far more dangerous stuff in there than just octopi and squids just, you know what i'm saying
0: let's just not do it, bro <laughs> let's just not do it um y'all take care of yourselves and always remember that he subtweets and i'm therapy
1: yeah thanks for listening. <laughs>